felt like Castaneda was the more active fighter. It felt like Castaneda was the guy that was getting the work done. Hey, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to fight. John Sexy Mexi Castaneda! The UFC Light Heavyweight Championship belt is in fact headed to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Anything's possible. Hard work, dedication, accountability. Don't let nobody tell you nothing. Come on! Sweet Dream Hill! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's <laughs> dangerous! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Huge card, uh, 295 on Saturday night. We're going to be joined by one of the winners, John Castaneda, who won uh, won his fight, a great decision on the early prelims. And also we have, uh, I guess, uh, former UFC light heavyweight champion Jamal Hill joining us. I'm really interested to find out what he thought of the card. And Matt, I was I was doing I was out away for work, so I had to watch on my phone, which was really annoying. Um, before we bring in John, there's so much to cover. I want to ask you right away, Matt. What Matt. did you think of the stoppage, uh, Prohaska against um, Perheda? Just I, I at first thought it was a little premature. It could have went another second or two. Sure. He, that dude was still. Moving, I, I just look at the ponytail. I see if that that things that 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 thing that antenna that's sticking up. If that thing's still going back and forth, he was moving, but you know the ref had the best view, you know. And you heard Yuri say that Mark Goddard was right, so he's you okay. know he's making a big deal about it. So I don't okay. think else should. By the way, I'm wearing a green shirt. It was my green screen. Is this fucking everything up? Look at this. No, my brilliant. Uh... Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Sarah. I can oh, read it. Does, fine. Oh, it does. It does. It, what does it look? What color? It, it's like darker, like black. Oh, all right. As long as this is not fucking. The no, screen. no, no. But all right. What else? I yeah. mean, he was, was okay with night, it. Uh, a rough night for the Sarah Longo team. T- yeah. Well, well, Nazim pulled out a draw, which I thought was a great, a great and, call. And Nazim also got a 50K bonus. Yeah. So. That was an unbelievable oh. fight. Uh, great fight. And I thought draw was the right. You know, I, I didn't want to see either one of those guys lose that fight. So, yeah, I was kind of happy. Yeah, yeah. Matt Favola had a rough night um, against uh, Benoit Saint-Denis. And uh, were you there, Matt? You were there or no? No, I was not there. You know what okay. I was doing? I was at my wife's 40th birthday party. It was a ah. month, over a month ago, but we had the little – we just had something that my buddy uh, – my buddy Bobby Russo has the Garden Social in East Meadow. We're both, you know, East Meadow guys. I know him since we're little kids. Bobby Russo. Hey, anybody here see Bobby Russo? I don't know him. You don't know where that's from? That's from Out for Justice, but I don't think... Are you give me thumbs up because you like my reference to Out for and Justice. And we have a guest. I like your, your story, but... Bobby Russo from the Garden Social. That's where I had my wife's birthday party. Oh, we have a guest? Yeah, he beat uh, uh, Kyung Ho uh, Kang on a, in a really good, uh, or uh, Kong, I guess, sorry, uh, unanimous decision, really, really good fight on the uh, early prelims. So let's bring him in. I hate to make please, our please guest do. wait. 
Please do, Jimmy. Ah, there he is. How are you, sir? I'm well. How are you guys? Good. Where are you now? You what kind of a place are you in there? You having lunch? I am at no. I'm still in Times Square. I'm still in New York here, and uh, I'm just at a cafe. Getting a little coffee there. Yeah. Uh, now, where are you, you living now? Oh. I live in Minnesota, Minnesota, okay. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yes, sir. Is it your first time in New York? Uh, this is my second time in New York, Matt. Yeah, I've uh, I fought. I want to say on the very first card after it got legalized in 2017, I was fighting for a different promotion, and uh, I fought in upstate New York uh, about six years ago, Verona. All right, upstate New York is, you know, that could be some hillbilly shit. What do you yeah. think about Manhattan? <laughs> what do you, John, hey, John, nice to meet you. What do you think about Manhattan? And congrats on your fight, by the way. Congrats. That was yeah. Great. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. No, absolutely. So Manhattan is is I think it's I think it's awesome. I think it's super cool, um, especially because I've been to Verona and upstate, so it's definitely like day and night in comparison, you know. But uh, it's New York City, Manhattan. It's all it's all beautiful. It's my first time here, so I'm just soaking it all in. Now, you, yeah, it's Monday and you're still there. So I like that when guys give themselves an extra couple of days. How long do you plan on staying? Uh, I'm probably going to head out on Thursday morning. So I, I, I don't have my flight returned just yet, but I'm probably going to stay a couple of days and just enjoy the city a little bit. Um, take some R&R &R and, uh, yeah, head back on Thursday probably. That's so nice. Much, it feels so good after a win, doesn't it, John? It's a bit... Like you'd be right now moping around the city and uh, eating a hot dog on the corner. You'd be a little depressed. Now you got the, your, your endorphins are running. You're on cloud nine. You just won at MSG. How, did, that, how does that feel at MSG? I mean, everybody, that's like, you know, that's like the modern day Coliseum, man. That's yeah. fight history there. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you nailed it right on the head. I, I probably honestly would have already been home if I hadn't won. So I, I, I would have been like, I don't want to be here. I want to get, I want to get my ass home. So, um, sorry. Uh, but, uh, yes, no, I, um, I think being at the fighting at Madison square garden was, was absolutely surreal. And, um, you know, not only that, you know, fighting at the highest level at Madison square garden, is just, it's, it's on another level, you know, obviously when we first start this sport, it's one thing to get into the UFC, but it's another thing fighting at like the big venues like Madison Square Garden, you know, so it's, it was definitely a dream come true and getting a win in there was absolutely incredible. It was electric. And were, didn't, didn't you have like four Apex fights in a row before this? Yeah, yep. So I made my debut in Abu Dhabi during the pandemic. So it was also like a very much, it was very limited uh, in, a, in terms of crowd and then four fights at the Apex. Yep. So this will be my, my first fight out of the Apex here in a little bit. So when, when, how did you find out that they had switched this from, uh, I think it was, this was in November, this was supposed to take place. Am I crazy to say the 18th? I don't remember the exact date. Um, am I right? It was supposed to take place in November? Yes, sir. Yes. I was supposed to fight next weekend here on November 18th. Um, I don't know the, the logistics behind why they offered us the one right. week in advance, but I jumped all over the opportunity. Absolutely. And at the time, uh, you know, John Jones was still headlining the card. So I looked at it as, you know, not only do I get to fight on a John Jones card, but I get to fight at Madison Square Garden, right? So um, I kind of hit two of my two of my goals, you know, in, in one little swing, swing of a bat. So um, obviously the John Jones fight fell through, but still fighting at the Garden was a, a dream of its own. I was going to say, what's it like growing up in Minnesota? What's that like? Uh, so growing up wrestling, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, Midwest wrestling is great. Uh, yes. I say it's like the best wrestling in the country, uh, but that's maybe, maybe I'm biased. Uh, it's, you know, kind of like you described upstate Ver Verona, uh, upstate New York, Matt, it's kind of yeah. like that. I can only, I can only assume it's kind of like that very much okay. so like 
hillbilly and country, especially on, <laughs> depending on what what part of Minnesota you grew up in. And I grew up in a in a very country town, so it's uh, you know a lot of farmers, a lot of a lot of uh, parties out in the country, you know, out in the barns and stuff like that. So um, it was it was it was a very white dominant community community as well. So you know, I was always getting in fights, getting picked on left and right, and it kind of made me and molded me into the guy that I am. So. <laughs> And uh, when, when you come to a place like New York, do you have a bunch of stuff that you want to do? Like, are you going to see like the, the Freedom Tower or Statue of Liberty or like just shit that you want to do or well, how are you handling it? There's a couple different things, yeah, that I wanted to do. So I went and saw my, my family, my, actually my family came and uh, watched my fight uh, here at, at MSG. So they actually just left this morning. But yeah, yesterday we got a chance to see um, the Empire State Building. We were up on there. We were going to go to the Statue of Liberty, but we were actually advised not to because of some protests apparently going on right now um, at the Statue of Liberty. And so we just we didn't really pay too much mind into it. But, yeah, we're just, you know, walking around and taking in the city and honestly just kind of hanging around Times uh, Times Square a lot and predominantly. So, it, you know, the energy out here is definitely cool. And, and it's, you know, just kind of trying to feel the vibe out here. Yeah, the Empire State Building is, is, is more exciting. Did you go up into that uh did you, uh, did you just go to the observation deck or did you, how high did you go? I went to the 82nd and the 102nd. So at first we, we went up to the 82nd and then the, the top, the top floor was like the highest floor that you can go to. So yeah, I went to the, the 102nd floor. And that's the uh, walled in. It's like, it's a glass wall and uh, it's in the spire. It's actually really, really great for photos. There is one level higher there, which I've never been to. It's the 103rd floor. It's it's right above that little landing, but it's outside and it has a low, like a waist or chest high barricade and that's uh, it. I've never been up there though. I didn't think that was even an option, but honestly, I don't think I would have done it either because I'm not scared of heights, but that would have been a little bit too much for me, I think. <laughs> and that's got to be the highest building you've ever been in there, right? If you've, if you've never uh, been. 100%. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah. And it's even when I was on the 82nd floor, I was already kind of that. You know, I was already like, wow, this is really high up there. So to get on the 102nd floor is pretty cool. It's strange how when there's things so close, you don't want to do them. But when you other like, in other words, there's probably there's probably people in Paris that never been to the fucking Eiffel Tower. Right. Like, I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. I've never been to the fucking the, the fucking Empire States. I just don't give a shit. But because right. I know it's always right there. I don't For know. Sure. I don't, I don't Matt, just, but, but you're in Jersey, right? No, I'm in Long Island. Jimmy's from Jersey, that little freak. Oh, okay. Yeah, Long I'm in New so, York now, though. So how, so how long? How far is Long Island from, from New York? Uh, you know, by, by train, I'm over there within 45 to 50 minutes. Okay. You know, at nighttime with no traffic, you could be home in 35 minutes. Got it. Yeah, so I had, I had kind of a big team come out. So we actually say, instead of staying at the host hotel for the fighters, we say that... Uh, at an Airbnb and um, we stayed in North Bergen in New Jersey. Oh, so that's like, yeah. Nice. So we were, we kind of got to explore a little bit of everything, you know, a little, little, little Jersey, little New York, and hopefully we'll explore the rest of it here in the next couple of days. Oh, a hundred percent. That's great, man. Hey, John, well, what do you like to do when you're not, when you're not training something unrelated with MMA? Tell us about your hobbies or guilty pleasures. Talk to us. Yeah. So I live in Minnesota. Um, I like to stay, you know, obviously outside of training, there's really not much I do besides hang out with my family. My family lives about 45 minutes from me. So I like to hang out with my grandparents as much as I, as much as I can, you know, uh, family, I think is really, really important to me. And, um, you know, the older I get, the more, the closer I get to my family. So I like to hang out with my family a lot. My grandparents, my aunts and uncles, they all live in Minnesota. 
Um, I kind of like to tell myself that I, I'm raising a little farm at home. So I don't have any kids or anything like that, but me and my girlfriend, we have, uh, we have three cats and two dogs. So, and a couple fish, you know what I mean? So I got a, a house full of, um, full how, of a lot of animals. <laughs> how, do they, how do those animals get along? Not the fish. I'm sure they don't give a shit about it. Yeah. But how fish do are easy. Animals, they don't have to talk to them, but how do the, uh, the, the cats and dogs get along and everything? Is they get all- along. They get along well, honestly. So, uh, I think um, my oldest cat is 13 years old, so she's kind of like taught the newer cats how to how to act and, and behave. And same thing with my uh, my eldest dog; she's about eight years old. So we just got a puppy maybe no more than like six seven months ago. So my oldest dog is kind of showing her the ropes and obviously showing her that cats and dogs can get along. And so it's it's all good. It's all very very high functioning family. We get we all get along, and it's all one little farm at home. So it's nice. That's really all I do. I, I train all day long hang out with my family and hang out with my dogs and animals. <laughs> now is your girlfriend with you or no? She is. Yep. She's sitting right next to me. <laughs> so who's watching the animals? Uh, so right now we're, uh, her sister is actually house sitting our house right now. I mean, all of them, uh, with just our cats and my, uh, my mom has my, my two, my two dogs at home. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, had, I had a couple of dogs growing up and like when my mother would come home, they would just hound her. When you come home now from this trip, yeah, I think it is. It going to be like Ace Ventura with all the fucking animals. How do they approach? How do they act when you come home? Do they even they, you know, the cats don't give a shit or do they? I know the dogs the, probably no. get excited. The cats absolutely do not give a shit at all. That's they 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 honestly probably won't even notice that I was gone. But my dogs will will probably faint by the you know my dog is super super attached to me, especially my eldest dog. I've had her since she was six months old. So as soon as I get home, she'll be crying, whimpering, rolling on the ground and you know and the other one will follow suit. So yeah, it's it's a it's a nice feeling, you know, coming home and 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 hanging out with your family and your little farm. So that's nice. Yeah. I got a question. Now you get you gotta you can't be on the fence with this. Cat person? Dog person. You got it. You gotta be one or the other a little bit more. I know 100%. you might be I'm an animal person. No, you have to be Jimmy's a bird person. No, Jimmy, you're you know, like <laughs> Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, put them up. Listen, talk to me. Talk, what do you like better? A hundred percent you have to be one or two. You can't be both. Um, yeah. and I am definitely a dog person. And I think that I a hundred percent. I think that like I just kind of I even just kind of touched base on it a little bit ago. My when I get home, I I doubt my dog, my, I'm sorry, I doubt my cats will even notice that I'm there. You know what I mean? And that's, I, I love them to death, but it's, there's a difference. You know, as soon as I get home, it's that unconditional love from a dog, the man's best friend, right? So I'm definitely a dog person. Uh, my first animal was a dog. So absolutely over, over anything. I'm, I'm a dog person. Love dogs. And, and you very love respectfully them. called out Adrian Yanez. Uh, have you heard anything back or, uh, or no? No, nothing, nothing quite yet, but you know, I, I, yeah, it was a very, very much so like respectful call out. I know he actually just got bumped out of the rankings and he's on a couple fights skid, you know what I mean? So uh, I think coming from, you know, trying to put myself in his perspective and his shoes, you know, I, I would I would think that he would want to fight somebody that he thinks he can beat, you know, somebody who's not in the rankings, somebody who's uh, uh, coming up, you know, trying to earn their spot in the rankings. And I think that, you know, if I was him, I would want to fight like this, you know, coming off of two, two straight losses. So I haven't heard back anything, but... I'm, I'm, I'm hoping and I'm praying that I get that fight. I, I just think that, you know, stylistically, I'm a, I'm a nightmare for him. He's a small 20. He's a small 35er. Um, to be honest, I'm surprised he's not a 25er. Um, and like I said, he's got good boxing. But other than that, I feel like 
stylistically, he really has nothing for me. And I, I, I know MMA math and you guys know this MMA math doesn't mean shit no. you know, at all what, whatsoever. If it did, it, it, we, we could just avoid a lot of these fights. Right. But there's got, there's something to say about me having a dominant win over somebody that he's lost to. So I don't know if he'll take the fight or not, but um, who knows? I, I'm hoping. <laughs> It's, I mean, you yeah. say stylistically, stylistically, it is a very exciting fight on paper. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Much, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, look, man, congratulate you. Great fight. Really, really yeah. exciting fight. Uh, you definitely earned the, the win. And uh, congrats on getting a fight at the Garden. Uh, it's just a huge platform for you. So I can't wait to see who you fight next. And I hope that uh, Adrian Yanez is the guy. If not, I'm sure they'll, they'll match up with somebody really good. I hope so too. Yeah. And I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much uh, for the kind words. Absolutely. All right. We will definitely talk to you again, John. Thank you so much, buddy. Enjoy New York, man. Get some fun. I will. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you guys. Okay, buddy. Have a great time in New York. All right, brother. Thank you guys. Take care. a lot of new friends yeah, yeah i like him a lot he's a nice guy and that's a great fight him and adrian yeah, that's a great fight you, you're not a bird person jimmy I, i'm not a bully and my mean bird i mean like a cute little bird like a little like a little right. like, a, like a little woodstock like ding, you don't mean like an ugly little peckish crow no, i don't okay. mean like you're a little like, I don't like that you know jimmy by the way matt i'm gonna interrupt I, you because you did pick so ooh. many fights right that i picked wrong yes. which was you really were. Uh, you picked uh, Pajeda. I also thought Pavlovich, um, I love Aspinall, but I, I thought Pavlovich, I said, he just hits too hard. And, and he did get a hold of him in one shot. He hit He hit him early, and I was like, oh, boy, Tom's in trouble. I yeah. never saw Tom knocking him out that quickly. So congrats to Tom Aspinall, just a very dangerous, dangerous guy. And I think Stipe has to fight him next. I think Stipe has to fight Aspinall. Well, I'd want Stipe to fight John Jones when he gets better. And I think that Dana even said that. Clearly, they deserve that fight. He and, does. But listen, Tom, Tom Aspinall, I, I love the whole thing with his father and this and that. He's been on the show before. He's a sweet sure. guy. Great guy. And he knew it, it's even more scary no, leading up to it that he didn't really, he was banged up, you know, more well than usual. I don't know if you heard about that. Like yeah. he was really banged up for that fight. And uh, I, to be honest, I know I picked him to win, but I thought it was going to be a submission. I thought he's going to, because he has very good jujitsu as well. So I thought he was going to add in that, but he didn't need to, man. He was fast. He was accurate. And uh, he was devastating. That was phenomenal. Yeah. And also, so congrats to Tom Aspinall. You know, Aspinall, Tom Aspinall, Jimmy, na 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 na, Jimmy. Now listen, Tom Aspinall, Aspinall, Tom Aspinall. When will John Jones return? Because I know that Dana said Stipe's got that fight. Oh, June of twenty twenty four. All right. I mean, no, you're still going. I'm not going to be ignored. So, oh, no, you know what? This actually looked up something wrong. Maybe I will be ignored. No, 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 no. I'm trying to find when will John Jones return and it brought up a different result. Is it going to be in... That, while 20... you're looking at that, let me see. Can you check for us, uh, please, uh, Jake? I'm curious because... 
that I, you never know with a peck with a tear like that. They're saying mid twenty twenty four. So Stipe has to wait all that time. I guess he could get a fight before then. I mean, I mean, I guess he wants that's the big fight, but with Tom Aspinall. I mean, Aspinall. that's an exciting um, fucking fight, Aspinall. man. They sing it. You know, the English they love to sing. They do. They do, Jimmy. I got that in me, like from them. They John L for around eight months. They think okay. Uh they give little chants and and they have little they and they have they they put your name into things. I you know they, the Irish yeah. do it. They all love to do that. You know who doesn't love to do it? That little guy. I you, do not enjoy singing at all. You might not. You might just not enjoy my singing. And that's well. I mean, that's yes. That's a great way to phrase it. That's also a given. Congrats Listen. to Jessica Andrade. By the way, does not drop her fourth in the row. Very dominant over Mackenzie Dern. And Mackenzie, as great as she is, I mean, that's proving to be a really difficult thing for her. Almost like Rhonda had that. You, you watched her in the stand-up, and at one point it seemed like she was almost flailing the way Rhonda did against Amanda Nunes. Um, it was an awful way. She was landing, but it's almost – it didn't seem as – it seemed a little little frantic. It yeah, little frantic. frantic. It seemed like she kept worrying about the return. And when you worry about the return, the return's going to come there. Like, in other words, one time I heard Tony Robbins talking about, and this is a weird analogy, like, if you concentrate, like, sometimes you'll see, like, somebody spins out of control in a car on a lonely road with only one tree in sight, and they hit that tree. Because they're like, oh, no, I can't, oh, no, I can't hit that tree. And then they fucking, so they, they it, it brings them to that tree, in other words. You know what I mean? So, like. In other words, like, oh no, I, I'm going to throw a strike, but I know she's going to punch me back with the right hand, the counter right. I, I know it's like, so like you manifest and you, 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 it's almost like you're, you're predicting you're going to get hit by it. I don't know. That's not the right word. It's, yeah, might, I, might, I might be explaining this all. No, no, manifesting is right. I don't know how much I stock I put in that. Like maybe you just hit the tree. Maybe you're only panicking about the tree because you're on your way right into it. Maybe. So I don't know. If you're manifesting that or are you just acknowledging this fucking tree is headed my way quickly and I better do something. Yeah. I mean, in other words, you're so focused on that, that that's what you're going to end up happening. Like, you know what right. I mean? Um, instead of concentrating on what you're doing and doing the right mechanics, being technically sound where your chin is out of sight, the chin was coming up too much, yeah. you know, but look, she got rid of her striking coach. I don't want to attack her. I don't, you know, know what's going on. No, no, no. When did she get rid of him? I mean, Jason Perillo, I don't know if she got rid of him, but she's just not oh. working with Jason Perillo. Oh, I see. So Jason Perillo's always been her striking coach. And it's not like she can't throw punches or have power. Andrade, though, you could some people could just take it. You know what I mean? Like, and when they can take it, you got to have a plan B. And there's sometimes she was striking to a takedown, but Andrade just had the answers for it. Like she was like, she, one time she hit right, right into a hip throw in the beginning, but it was a little bit too high and Andrade is good at getting to her feet. Yeah. It is crazy how Blanchfield just went right through her, though. Aaron, yeah. Think about that. I was talking about that yeah. with Longo, and Longo goes, you know, Blanchfield, because they do have similar goals. They use their Longo. They have yeah. similar goals of striking their way in and getting it down. But Blanchfield was more crisp standing up, and she and she timed her takedowns better, and and she had and maybe straight up better wrestling, to be honest. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I'm not done with uh, as far as. You know, I'm not giving up on that Mackenzie Dern. I think she's going to be back. Yeah, yeah I think so. Have to fine tune some shit. She does. Know? Yeah, the striking. Look, at, at times on the highest levels and with those top, 
top fighters, whatever, if there is like a little Achilles for you, they, they find it. I mean, and they find it and they exploit it. There's just no, but then again, Pajeda, the ground is not his strength. And he wound up uh, getting out of, I mean, he was t- down. He got up at the end of the first round. Yeah. Wound up, uh, I, I mean, and Yuri looked great that second round. He was winning that second round. He looked really good. Well, and then we were gone. We had Coach Cruz on here. That was, um, he was one of the trainers for, uh, for for Alice Pereira, and he also he hangs out with you know fucking Glover Teixeira. It's not yeah. like he doesn't know jujitsu. No, no, he's, he's good. Yeah. In other fights, he's good. He's good enough to d- defend and get back up. But I'll tell you, Jerry, that's a for as long as it lasted, it was a great fight. Like he's very yeah, he's very calculated. And Jerry has that he, he has that that style where he's very just aggressive and he'll take a punch and almost like he gets powered up by it. So. If he would have survived that again, I thought it was maybe a prema- a little premature, but it is what it is. Yeah. And uh, he did find himself on his back with, with Alex on top of him. So he and he caught a lot of elbows, Matt, and a lot of – I watched that again, and there was like 12 or 13 unanswered, unanswered shots to the side of the head as he was kind of clinched up going down. And he, they were heavy punches and really, really good elbows. So even if he was still around, there's no way he was not very, very damaged. And his leg was fucked up. Like, you know me, man. I love a good leg kick. And he got taken down in the, it was in the first few seconds, the first minute. He got dropped with a leg kick. Uh, so Alex had that going the entire fight. He was really beating the shit out of his leg. Jimmy, right now, see, last night I had to run out because my oldest kid, Angelina, she wanted to bake something. So I had to take her to the uh, stop and shop. To get what? Cake batter? Bake? bake uh, uh, she got a few things, but. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story, I went there and I was a little hungry. And I sometimes I reminisce of my childhood and I go down certain aisles and I go, oh, I remember this as a kid. So what I got was a couple of my favorite um, frozen pizzas. Yeah, isn't it nice that as an adult, you could, do you ever just do it because you're an adult and no one can tell you not to? Like your wife can tell you, but by the time you get home, you already got it. So, ah, oh, no, she's not. She, she's all for it. So name pick two frozen pizzas. I I got I picked I got two of my favorite frozen pizzas. Right now my wife's making some right now. It'll be done by uh three o'clock when we're done. I'll tell you what I like. I bet I know what you like. Are you being serious? This is serious business. Yes. It's not that serious at all. It's the opposite of serious. But go ahead. Tell me. Your favorite um, frozen pizza. Is that what you're I like about? I like with wheatgrass and then I like uh with lots of pineapple. Ew, but you know what's funny about that? And when you started saying that, I thought about it. I saw Joe Rogan and Elon Musk eat pineapple and sardines on this shit. Yeah. I was going to vomit. I'm like, oh, my God. After hearing Elon Musk talk on Joe Rogan about about fighting um, Zuckerberg. Yeah. My money's on Zuckerberg. Yeah, I'm sure. But Elon Musk, don't get me wrong. I am not. I'm not battling that guy on yeah, anything. They're not fighting. But in a fight, when he's talking about fighting, it's fucking kind of funny. Yeah, he's like, like Hoist Gracie. I, I think Joe's being very respectful because he knows the guy's a genius on everything but fighting. Because when he's talking about fighting, he sounds almost just like a silly white belt. It's funny because he's basically just, I think he thinks just because he's bigger and stronger that he'll just beat the shit out of Zuckerberg. And What's Zuckerberg- wrong with being a silly white belt? No, well, that's a dude. That's you in a nutshell. That is you, Jimmy. When he, when he talks about well, Hoist Gracie couldn't 
arm lock. He was basically talking about chemo because his arm was too strong than his arm. So he couldn't, he had to get a belly. He had to get it an inverted arm lock. He didn't say inverted. He said an upside down arm lock. Dude, I didn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's going to get, Zuckerberg's going to crush him in less than two minutes. What's that? Zuckerberg is going to fucking submit him in less than two minutes. I think uh, the way he's training, he's training with David Camarillo and he's a smart guy. So he's taken to jujitsu. I think he, I think Elon Musk is talking like he'll just fat on him and elbow him in the face. He'll just do something. Or he said any rule set. So if it's a grappling match, I think he'll get killed. If it's a fight, I think he'll get killed too. Because the thing is this, he's theming all these different things he trained in. And he also mentioned street fighting. So I don't know how many fucking back alleys Elon Musk been in, but he sounds, it's the opposite of him talking about building a tunnel system on the LA. It's Zuckerberg is going to fake. He's going to fucking grab his leg, take him down and submit him. Even if it's up on bottom, he could take his back. He's training. So yeah. unless he's not made of glass, imagine he fights the guy, he punches him once he's done. But yeah. uh, from hearing him talk, I, my money's on Zuckerberg. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu, because he has, he has, he's talking like a guy that never actually rolled in jiu-jitsu, even though I heard he's in, he's t- he took judo. Uh, All right. We, ha- we have a great, uh, we have uh, Jamal Hill uh, oh, waiting in the I know we got Jamal Hill, and I know he's about to come in, but you're, he's you're in the waiting room. You don't want to know about. Are we keeping everybody in, in um, suspense? And we're going to not let them know about what pizza that I like? Or the frozen- oh, that's a, I, I, I'm going to guess pepperoni. No, we're and- talking about the fruit. I will right, we'll talk after. Uh, all right. I'm curious. Hey, Jamal. What up, Jamal? Do you hear what us? There he is. How you doing? Hey, buddy. How are you? Okay. And just so you know, Jimmy, I got Stokers and I got Elios. Oh, the brand you were talking about. Yeah, okay. I got the brand. So right now, my wife's making Elios pizza, and I'm going to feel like I'm a little kid after this. Yeah. Eat it. I mean, eat it all because I deserve it. You certainly do. Yeah, you should enjoy it. Thank you, Jimmy. Now, Jamal is walking for better reception, I think. Yes. Yes. That's why I'm still talking about my pizza. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Because his reception, right now we're looking at a frozen NFL. uh, Oh, there he goes. Yeah, a little better. Where where is he? I am not sure. Oh, he's at the Apex. Ah, okay. We could have done it from a room at the Apex. They could have hooked you up. Now, Jamal, how was how your uh, Achilles uh, healing up, and, and, and how do you feel you're progressing? Nah, this reception is not good. Is this reception good? Yeah. Oh. No, it's not. You it's know, shit. You know, I, think it's, I think it's a steamy pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, could, I'm not sure if you can hear me, Jamal. How, how is your Achilles? Nah, dude telling you it's not working jake have him redo it maybe give him a reboot achilles is good you feel better can you hear me yes sir when when you ruptured it did you immediately is healing up is getting strong awesome um when you ruptured your achilles did you immediately know what it was or no here is for shit so, Jake, please, if you could, buddy, uh, I know it's not your fault. But and especially you just... if you're at the Apex, they can hook him up with a room there. Yeah, take him out and then put him back in. Maybe sometimes a, re- a, a new connection will help. Oh, there he is. Okay. I'm not confident about this. 
I like that. Can you hear me? We can hear you, sir. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, shit. Okay, we'll try it. Um, you were at the garden for uh, Prohaska Pereira? I was. And what were your feelings, and how did you think that was going to go? Uh, I, I felt like it went, uh, it went how I thought it was going to go. I thought Alex would come in and get it done, uh, chopping at the legs early, find a lot of success there, and eventually uh, catch him. Be able to put him, put him on the back foot and catch him. Instead, he caught him coming in. Yeah, I thought Prohaska looked pretty good considering he had that long layup. And that second round, he looked obviously until he got caught, he looked great. And I thought he was at least, you know, trying to stance switch and, and, and protect that leg a little bit. But how do you combat something like that, Jamal? When you got to fight a guy like Alex who you know is going to chop your legs, what, what do you have to do? Do you just check it early or what, what do you think is a good game plan for that? You got to mix it in between checks. You got to control the uh, footwork. You got to control the uh, foot positioning. You got to control the angles. You got to control the distance. And when you ruptured your Achilles, I've never had that injury. I know it's very, very painful. Did you immediately, as it happened, know this is what this is? Or did you? were you not sure? No, I actually walked around for two days. I was walking around like the whole – I went to the International Fight Week fights. Uh, went out to the club, uh, the whole video with me and Izzy dancing, all that. My kids was ruptured then. I just didn't know it was a rupture. Oh, wow. So you were in discomfort, but you didn't know how serious it was. Yeah, because a friend, because like usually whenever, well, for some people, whenever uh, whenever you rupture your Achilles, your foot kind of just gives and it goes. Like that, so it was, it was a it's like a robot. We can't hear him. Yeah, <laughs> no, we heard robot talk. Yeah, Jamal, you're chopping it out. We had you for a robot. second. You started to say uh, it caves in, and then we lost everything after that. <clears throat> it usually, it usually kind of gives, and your foot kind of uh, it's kind of stuck, pointing in a downward position from the uh, tendon snapping, but. Mine, I had full range of motion with my foot still and still able to walk. So, so Alex, uh, Alex I, Pereira. I was, I was shocked whenever I was. So, so now it's it's going to be you and Alex Pereira. Why are people sleeping on you? What the fuck is their problem? I have no idea. You know, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I need to be European with an accent or something. <laughs> I mean, you're beating everybody's ass. Yeah, I mean, nobody standing up, standing up. Nobody's done shit to you. That's what I'm saying. I I don't get it, bro. Like people, people like they they act like it's like a video game or something, right? Like, oh, I got this badge and that badge. If I achieve this badge and that badge, that means that this guy just isn't on my level, which is the dumbest shit ever. You know, which is a belief I truly don't feel Alex holds because if he does, it'll be an even easier fight for me than I already think it's going to be. When I heard Yuri saying that your, I believe he said that your style was simple style, right? Is that what I'm reading here? What the fuck does that mean? What do you think he meant by that? Man, it's, I mean, hey, I'm, I, that didn't, that didn't, that didn't know something. You know, my style, my style is simple, simply better than his, simply more <laughs> effective than. It's out of the park with that. I like, I um, like that a lot. 
Now, do you have an Definitely ETA? Something that you worry about more than exactly. No? Oh, sorry, Jamal. Yeah, do you, do you have an great. ETA as to a return? He didn't hear you. Um, no, I heard him. I heard him. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm looking for, for the for the most part. Um, I'm looking to be back in training camp by January. Hopefully, we can get we can get back by the second quarter. Second quarter, May or June. Okay, okay, that'll be, and it'll be obviously uh, you and uh, and Alex. And I'm sure you didn't really have any preference as to who won. I mean, when when you're champion, you can't really start worrying about who you're gonna have to fight. First, at first, no, I didn't have a preference. But then, after being there and seeing something, something was something that was glaringly and painfully, painfully obvious to me is how big of a star that Alex is. You know, um, I don't know if I if I didn't really realize it before, but now I definitely fully see it now. Like um, the way the crowd responded to him, the way the people uh, responded to him, um, he is a star. So that's right. that's that's one. Yeah, he's uh two two championship wins in eleven fights. Pretty amazing. What do you think is his best attribute as a fighter? What do you think it is that makes him? so able to beat guys of different styles or what, what do you think is his most dangerous as attribute? He's got confidence, but also he, he's got that, he's got that, uh, don't give a fuck aspect of fuck it. I mean, you fuck it. We going to see, uh, some people get scared of like, Oh, I don't, what if this happened? What if that happens? And things like that. Alex don't give a shit. He's going to come in. We, you know what I mean? He's going to come in and throw his own, he's going to come in and hit you. And, that's what's going to happen. He's going to be in your face the whole time. And, you know, he, he's he's something to deal with. Now, you watch, Jimmy, I'm sorry. You're watching yes. him now. We've seen him fight enough. Now, I'm sure you've been, you know, looking I've been at been to four fight. of his last five fights live. Now, well, there you go. All right, yeah. you're keeping a close eye. Or is there things that are glaring where you're like, yo, I know I can take advantage of that? And I'm not asking what it is. Is there certain things you're like, look, these guys aren't doing uh, A, B, and C that I would be doing? Yeah, that, well, that's what let me know, like, the people that are that are hating and all that, saying all this crazy shit, like, they don't pay attention to the game. They don't look inside the details because the, de the, the details are definitely there, that he he is wide open. You know, um, I'm and I'm talking, like, like, seeing this last fight, actually seeing it with, mixed with what I've seen now, what I've grown confident, confident, and knowing about his game, it's bro, it's it's not even close. It's not even close. It's not even close. Okay, I fucking listen. No, it's no disrespect to Alex. It's no disrespect to Alex. It's just I'm owning. I'm just. It's just me owning who and what I am. And I know I'm that good. I know I'm that great. You know, and it's time for me to show it to everybody. And I'm I'm happy I get to show it against somebody like an Alex. I get to go in and I will make it look easy. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, but it's great that uh, it's great that you're looking at getting back into camp in uh in January. You're walking around and you're feeling what what is the process? Like you have to walk around really healthy for a month before you can start training again or what is the process from when it's actually healed to when you can start training? I was just getting the uh, right motion and getting back to the uh and getting the right numbers as far as strength goes and things like that. Um, I got some, I'm not, we're going to do some tests this week to see, see what my numbers are as far as strength wise. And 
yeah, bro, it's just it's just the motion. I got to get back to running, get back to, you know what I mean, things like that. Hey, right. I, I, now, this is, isn't as important. Some might argue that. It, I think it's pretty important. Do you still play video games? I know you did at one point. Yeah. I've yes. been playing. I've really got to it now recently, yeah. You do or you don't? I couldn't hear you. Yeah, I do. I've, recently, I've gotten back to it a lot more recently. Yes! Fuck yeah! <laughs> did you mess around Mine, with the, Did you mess around with the VR yet? The VR? Yeah, I got the, I got a VR headset. Yeah? You like it or no? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Get Population One. We'll squat up. You said, what's it called? Population One. It's what's a that? shooter. It might it might remind some kids of Fortnite. I don't play that shit. That's for kids. No. <laughs> but this one, oh, it's so much fun. Jimmy, I'm losing you on this. Yes, yeah, but I, I, I if, if whatever. I'm like to squat up. You Jimmy, know, I'm, shit like that gives Jimmy headaches. No, yeah, I used Jimmy, to play when Jimmy I was like, a kid, but not anymore. I can't do the VR, dude. It makes me very nauseous. I, I tried the fighting once. I almost puked. Uh, yeah. Make them a little dizzy. Okay. It does make me a little dizzy. Yes, it okay, does. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, take some dramas. I'm drama. a very gentle, I'm a gentle boy. I need, I need nice, gentle video games. I can't do that rough shit. Yeah, well, listen. It's fun. I'm not going to lie. I, got, I went on the VR thing. You know, you ever went to the the little play, little, little, uh, little activity area where they, like, oh. fucking bounce you? Like fucking bounce you, like bounce you like thirty feet in the air in the VR, dude. That shit felt real. <laughs> My stomach dropped. Everything that shit felt too real. Yeah, 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 yeah. The activity area is it called? It's like the it's like a playground or something. It's in like the metaverse. Yeah, yeah. Metaverse oh, okay. got a lot of shit in there, Jimmy. That's yeah, yeah. The future, bro. That's the future. I play chess in VR. That's what I do. I just play chess, and then occasionally I go on that like that plank walk. Fucking boom. I lost everybody. All right. They do All like right. they have like concerts. I think once they had like a post Malone concert, he's yeah. like fucking 30 foot tall. Post Malone sing uh performing and he had on a dress. Oh nice. Oh, dude, <laughs> that, well, Jimmy, you should have started with the dress. Jimmy would have put it right away. So Jamal, are you getting a little stir crazy? Is there certain things you can do now? I mean, are you I mean, doing your push-ups. I mean, this must suck just not being able to. Yeah, kid. no, I do SNC every day. I Say do yes? SNC every day. I do strength and conditioning every day. I do physical therapy twice a day. So I'm, 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 I'm actively doing things. You know, for yeah. the most part, people talk like, like, like a lot of people like, oh, he looks big, he looks heavy. That's because I'm gaining a lot of muscle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, man, it's just been a lot of, a lot of lifting and things like that, just to try to keep my body strong, and then starting to work with nutrition now uh so we can start shaving it down and start figuring it figuring it to where we want it to be oh, well, so i'm only gonna come back i'm gonna come back healthier i'm coming back better in every aspect hopefully it will be like you said in that second quarter uh i would love to see you fighting you know april may june something like that and uh come back on right before you fight man we'd love to see uh you know see how you're doing right before you fight alex and uh, it's an a great fight. So I'm happy he won, and, I, and I'm happy I get to see you and him fight. Everybody is. Yeah, yeah 100%. And it even ended with a little bit of controversy that I feel kind of saved Yuri Stock a little bit. Yeah. You know, the whole, like, yeah. That's the way you're thinking about it. Yeah. Yuri so, didn't so, so, he, uh, so he comes out, and somebody, whoever the next contender, 
maybe he gets the winner of uh Johnny Walker Magomed, you know what I mean, or something, someone something around around that. And he smokes that guy, he's right back up there. We got now we got we got that we got that right back in. Yeah. How do you how do you feel being the champion? I listen, you know. I was I I had the belt for a half a second I, and I lost it. But when you had it, when you have it, you have that that fucking bullseye on your back. You feel like you're naming all these guys, and and when you're naming them, I'm thinking about you versus every one of them. I'm like, dude, every one of them could be a fight of the night. It's fucking crazy. Uh, the styles just from Johnny Walker to my. I feel like I had a bullseye on my back. How do you feel about I didn't it? I feel like I had a bullseye on my back. <laughs> you don't look, feel that? I didn't feel like I had a bullseye on my back because whenever I was bullseye the title. Whenever I was looking for the title uh, and everything like that, I just shifted the bullseye now to everybody in the division. You know, yeah. I, they're not hunting me. I don't, I don't, I don't do well being hunted. You know what I mean? I don't do well being hunted. So I, my my thing was, you want the belt? Now I'm hunting you. Anybody who whispered or said they wanted to be champion or believe they could be on that level of a champion, that's who I wanted. So now I'm at now I'm at you. That's why. Why do you think I was? Why do you think I got? Why do you think I you know me? Have so many cross paths and everything with so many people as far as you know, I mean online and stuff like that. Cause I won't smoke with everybody. Hey, did you realize what you just said? How fucking great that was? You're you're not being hunted. You are fucking hunting them. Jimmy, yeah. he's hunting them. <laughs> he's fucking hunting them. I love it. Yeah. I fucking, if I would have thought like that, maybe I would have defended my shit. I'm only kidding. But my thing is this. Hey, Jamal Hill, that's the fucking most inspiring shit we heard all fucking podcasts. I love that shit. Yeah. I love it. You're the hunter. Fuck everybody. <laughs> Sorry. Man. Let's go. Yeah, man. I don't look at, I don't look at things like we got my we got the boys here. They already bop, know. Bop. What's good, Matt? What's I it froze. I can't see who we're talking to. It yeah, froze. I don't know who we're talking to. It's uh, big oh, shit. Is that Brendan yeah. Allen? <laughs> Yes, yeah, Big yeah, Daddy. What's yeah. happening? Oh, what's up, bro? Hey, man. You're fighting what's Paul up, Craig man? next week. You what's up? Yeah, you're week. fighting yeah, Paul yeah, Craig. Yeah. Right? Yeah, man. We're excited for your fight. Thank you, thank you. You listen. You're coming on next week. We're telling our producers it keeps freezing, so I can't really see. Yeah, you. it's hard to hear you. We, we it's free keeps freezing up. Yeah, but I don't know why. I cut off the weed from my shit. My shit yeah. Y'all, can you hear me? I kind yeah, of, yeah. It's, it's in out. yeah. Now you're back. You're back. All right. Yeah. All right, Jamal, man. Jamal, we'll let you go. But that, look, uh, when you're ready to fight again, we'd love to have you back. I'm glad to see you're in. Uh, looks like you're healing fast. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll be back in camp in January. Sweet dreams, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, 100%, bro. You're the fucking hunter, bro. Thank yeah, good talking to you, man, as always. All right, bro. I'm going to see Thanks, you. Man. All right, All right take care, you. Jamal. All right, Jamal. That was fun, man. Even Yeah, even it's always hard with a bad connection, but... Bad connection, but he gave that gem the mindset of a fucking warrior. Yeah. What do you feel about the bullseye on your back? Does he feel like he's being hunted? No, because he's the fucking hunter, Jimmy. He's doing the hunting. That got my nipples hard, not in a weird way, you know. In a, in no, a, I understand. In a way, in a way that's good for 
uh, fighting. I, I know what you meant. Yes, I like that shit. So, Jimmy, I'm going to go. What time is it now? Oh, in 10 minutes, I'm going to have some Elio's pizza. Oh, that's very nice. I deserve it. I taught two classes. You know what I taught today, Jimmy? Duck what? unders to strangles, to chokeholds. So I would take the back. I'd first get a rear naked choke because the guy's flat totally. Then I'd do a, a duck under again from when they sprawl out on you. And I'd get them in turtle position. I did the traditional clock choke. And then, Jimmy, I went for a duck under. And I went to teach the traditional clock choke, but they're not letting me get it up too high. So then I did my Angelina Sarah's favorite. I did the um, modified clock choke. All right. Well, good. All right. Well, you're a jiu-jitsu guy, so i like to talk to you about Sure, that. sure. All right. Jimmy, I almost had too much fun. No, I didn't. I mean, I had a good amount of fun, but I would definitely not classify this as too much fun. <laughs> I don't I don't agree with that at all. Jimmy, what else? Talk to me. Tomorrow night, or no, Wednesday night, I'll be at the Fat Black Pussycat doing my one hour every Wednesday, except for, I think, the night before Thanksgiving I'm not doing, but uh, hopefully I'll be doing them through December as well. Jimmy, do you have your phone on you right now? Yes, sir. You just look at what I just sent you? Look at that picture. I'd rather not. Can you please? I, I, I'm looking at it. I don't want to see it. Yeah, no, I Wait, know you and a little headset. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a gate. Do you know what headset that is? What what what, what that is? I'll make. I'll put this up on the screen. Let's see. It's not. Uh, it's not Oculus. Is that uh, Meta? No, no, no. That's neither. That is Dread. Call oh. Urban's Dread. That is the helmet from the movie Dread. My buddy, my black belt, Gordo. What a great guy, Gordon. Yeah. Oh, it's Cinco. What a good dude. Uh, he's half a hippie. But he's also, he has one of those things where he makes helmets and shit. And it is so fucking, he put foam in it so it's tight to my head. <laughs> Can I just plug something? It has sure. nothing to do with me. It's on Netflix. It's called Dread, what we call Urban. It's on Netflix. I think you should watch it. Mm -hmm. And then I want you to go back to that picture and smile. All right, I, Jimmy. I will. Listen, Jimmy. Don't think I'm weird. I just like to have fun. I know you do. I don't think you're weird at all, actually. Oh, and let me plug one more thing on my Instagram. I want everybody to look on my Instagram at Sarah BJJ. Let me give a shout out to this guy because this guy's hysterical. It's JRR. What is it? No, that's JR. He did a he did a a cartoon of my of the story. Jimmy, you watch it after you'll die. Okay. The story of um. Uh, the story that I told on the Joe Rogan podcast, and it's Joe Rogan. It's created by Paul Tooney, Paul Paulie Toon. Paulie Toon does these little cartoons with, about Joe Rogan experience, and uh, he did the, the story about me talking about uh, me having to use the bathroom, and then the Crone Gracie's team was in there, and I was stuck in a stall. He animated it. Holy ah. shit, is it funny? I need you to watch that later, Jimmy. Okay. Paulie Toon, his name is, but man, he's good. All right, everybody. Jimmy, what else? You want to plug anything? No, I'm good. I feel like you're, you're being distant now with me. Not at all. I'm in a great mood. All right, Jimmy. Jimmy, uh, we talked about the fights. Yeah. You know, uh, what else? Um, I'm good, buddy. I'm totally good. Um, I think we did. We covered it. You're out. You're fucking. You, you just you you clocked out. Literally, like I say, I have to go minutes. to the. I have to go to the bathroom. I saw you grimacing <laughs> I, and, and clinching. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right, go watch my thing on there, Jimmy. Love you. I'll see you in a couple of days. I right, love you too, pal. Goodbye. Bye, buddy.